Hello, everyone. Um, before we start this episode, um, as you can see by the date today, today is September 11th, 2023. Um, I just want to start this episode episode off by saying um, uh, we will never forget 9-11. Um, it's been 22 years since the attacks on the Twin Towers and the Pentagon. Um, I was three years old when this happened, um, but I still remember remember the day vividly. Um, and it's it's a day I'm never going to forget, and I know millions of other Americans uh, would agree with me on that. Um, so I just want to first start off that we will never forget 9-11, um, but I think the one positive thing that I and other people um, would agree with is um, while 9-11 was hard, I think the best day was 9-12. And just for the simple fact that it didn't matter what political party you were part of, it didn't matter what race, gender, whatever. On 9-12, everyone was American. Everyone had pride in being in the United States of America, the greatest country on the face of the earth. So... I think what we should do, the, the way to honor the thousands of people that lost their lives is to live each day like 9-12. And I think that'll be the best way to honor those people. I didn't really want to get into, you know, political here because we're not about that on this on this podcast but I just wanted to start off by saying a brief little thing about 9-11 welcome to the good fight sports podcast your home for local sports here in the 574 everyone and welcome to episode number 26 of the Good Fight Sports Podcast. My name is Kenny Kramer. Unfortunately, no Brady Master for today, um, but he will be back on Sunday. Um, so you can mark your calendar down for that. We'll have Brady back for Sunday. So before we jump, jump right in here, um, we have some big news for this episode and this episode only and for the podcast group which is called the lug nuts podcast group 
two years ago, October 8th, we embarked on this podcasting journey. Um, and I, I can't speak for uh, the other members of the group, but I can speak for me in the fact that this has been an awesome journey. Um, I never thought that I would be in a podcast group. I never thought I would be doing podcasting. Um, I, I, I love it. Um, it's, it's just been, it, it's been different. It's, it's a different look into, um, I, I yeah, it's, it's just different. It, it's just, it's just different. Um, we, I know I, I never thought that it would get this far and I never thought I would be saying this, but with this episode, uh, the Lug Nuts Podcast Group has now produced, well, uh, released 100 episodes. This is the 100th episode for the Lug Nuts Podcast Group. And it's it's an honor to be a part of this group. Um, it's a real honor. Um, the other guys in this group are are awesome, awesome guys, um, and I think I can speak for them as, um, why stop now, let's go for, let's go for two, um, let's just keep going, just keep pushing, um, times have changed, things have changed, and our lives as well. We're all doing different things as we were two years ago, but I think the goal should be just to keep keep on going because I think we can get we can get to two hundred. But we shouldn't just stop at two hundred. We need to keep going. So anyway, with that said, we're gonna jump right in here to content. Uh, so we're first going to start off with the uh, Good Fight Sports Podcast Spotlight Game of the Week. Um, and that game is John Glenn at Knox. Uh, unfortunately, I personally will not be attending this game. Um, so I'm going to have to, you know, look into this game via stats and all that stuff. Don't worry. I'll do that. Um, but for this game... Uh, the Falcons will make the 30-minute trek to Stark County to take on Knox. This is the 58th overall meeting between these old Northern State Conference rivals. Um, however, that will be renewed when the new Northern State Conference gets um, released next year. But anyway, John Glenn leads the series. Um, by three games, thirty to twenty-seven. Glenn comes into the game three and one, uh, and Knox comes in four and zero, ranked sixteenth in the three A coaches poll. Knox has also won six of the last seven meetings and won last year by twenty-one points, forty-two to twenty-one. Russ Radke, uh, the Knox head coach, uh, all time is eight and one against John Glenn. Um, 
I, I and and all most of those wins came while uh, Coach Radke was at New Prairie. Uh, he was at New Prairie from 2012 um, to I want to say 2019, 2018, some somewhere in there. He was there for he was there for a while. So the keys to the game, I have two for two for each team. Um, first for Glenn, Glenn needs to get jump out to a fast start and and, and just jump on the Redskins early. If they can do that, they they have a shot. I'm, I'm not gonna say outright that Glenn can win. Because Glenn really hasn't played anybody yet. They played South Bend Riley, um, who's four and zero right now. But Glenn got shut out in that game, twenty to nothing, and that was at Glenn too. Um, so while this is on the road, um, we really don't know what Glenn um, is like. Uh, and also, really, John Barron, the head coach for Glenn, for a while, has not really won a good signature game yet. Um, I know in 2020 that John Glenn beat Knox, but I I wouldn't call that a signature win because Knox was kind of down in 2020. And... And so, yeah, that really wasn't a good signature win. Um, but if John Glenn can get this win, it would be a good signature win for him, and it would really, it would really benefit John Glenn too, uh, going into the, uh, going into sectionals and 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 the rest of the season too. And and the last one and the last key to the game for John Glenn is um, it's a kind of obvious one, um, but John Glenn cannot turn the ball over. In this game, if John Glenn turns the ball over too much, then you know Knox is just going to run away, with, run away with the game, um, and that, and that's the same the other way too. If Knox turns the ball over, then you're giving you're giving Glenn a shot to stay in the game, and you give a team life, you give them a chance to stay in that game. They are going to capitalize on that, and. and as a team that should win, you can't do that. Um, and, and likewise, on the other side of the ball, if you're if the Knox offense and your defense gets turnovers, you have got to capitalize on those turnovers. Uh, if that if your defense gets you turnovers, you have to get points. If you don't get points, then you're you're basically telling the other teams like, hey, we can we can get turnovers, but we're not going to do anything with the ball. Uh, good teams capitalize on other teams' mistakes, and so if Knox wants to prove themselves as a good team in the in, in this area, they have got to capitalize on turnovers. Uh, and lastly, for Knox, Knox just has to run their game plan. Just don't get away from what they know how to do. Stick to the game plan. The game plan is going to be one that's going to be successful. So, with that said, now we're going to move on to other local teams. Um, we're going to do LaVille first, followed by Penn, 
So Laville will face Caston on the road this week. Um, that is at Caston, by the way. Um, so the Lancers are undefeated against the Commons all-time 12-0 and um, and have outscored Triton, uh, not Triton, Caston in those in those games, 503 to 62, um, and the averages on that is 41.9 uh, to 5.1. So Laville is just absolutely crushing the comments. Lancers also come into this game still number three in the two-way coaches poll. Caston uh, enters the game um, on an 18-game losing streak and hoping to somehow pull off the masses, a massive upset. Um, don't let that get to your head because it won't happen. The Lancers will be able to put the JV in in the second half for some valuable playing time and experience. That's going to happen. There is no, there, It's not going to be close. Um, the only time it's going to be close is at kickoff. Other than that, it's going to be an absolute blowout. And I know I'm I'm sounding biased, but <laughs> I'm spitting facts here. I mean, Kasten is not good in football, um, and they haven't been good in quite a while. Um, if they were good, I would say maybe it would be a close game, but it, it's not going to be close. Uh, Penn will face Elkhart on Friday at home. The Kingsmen are 3-1 and one against the Lions since the merge um, of Elkhart Central and Elkhart Memorial back in 2020. The Kingsmen are 3-1 and one looking to win the NIC East-West Division for the third consecutive time and claim their 20th conference title in school history. Um, those also, I'm also including the years where Penn, uh, was a co-conference champion with another team. I am counting those as conference titles for Penn. Um, I don't know if they count that. I don't know if they count that. Um, but I am counting that in that 20, um, and the three consecutive, um, those back-to-back conference championships so far. Um, and Elkhart comes in the game one and three. Uh, however, they have played a brutal, brutal schedule to open the year. Um, they are coming off of a 55 to nothing shellacking by um, Massillon, Washington of Ohio, which fun fact about them here really quickly they're currently number three in Division Two, and number four in the state of Ohio. And their next game is against Lakewood St. Edward, who's also 4-0 in Ohio. They're ranked number one in Division One, and number one in Ohio, as well as number 10 in the country. So... If you listen in Ohio and you're in the Massillon area, um, I'd circle that game as a game I would go to. That one has the potential to be one of the best games in the country. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no. Um, I have nothing 
on either team. Um, I know uh, Lakewood St. Edward to open the year beat Center Grove up at the um, up in Canton at the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. But other than that, um, I really have nothing. I know basically, basically Washington, uh, Massillon, Washington is really good over there in Ohio, and and so is Lakewood St. Edward. They're both powerhouses over there. So this one has the potential to be one of the best games uh, in the country. Um, and the Lions non-conference um, opponents have a combined record of 10 and 6. Most of, most of those losses are, well, five of those losses are um, Concord and Morton. Uh, Hammond Morton has three losses. Concord has two. Also, I will say, don't sleep on Concord, even though they are two and two. Don't sleep on Concord. Their record, they are better than what their record puts out. Let's just say that. And so now I, I decided to um, do some rankings here. Um, I'm going to have a college football top 25 um, for Thursday. So be, tu uh, be tuning in for that. Uh, and I'm also doing a high school football ranking of all six classes. So we're going to start at 6A. Um, and the, don't worry, these are not even, these are not, um, these have no poll. Um, these are just where I think teams should be ranked. Um, however, the coaches poll is, it's the poll that I got the foundation for these, but then I just, I moved teams around where I thought they should go. So in 6A, uh, number one, I have Center Grove. Number two, Ben Davis. Um, yes, those teams flip-flopped. Ben Davis last week lost to IMG Academy of Florida. Center Grove beat uh, Cincinnati Moeller of Ohio. So those teams would flip-flop. Um, number three in 6A, I have Hamilton Southeastern. They're 4-0 after beating Fishers in overtime. Number four, I got Brownsburg. Um, they are 4-0. Number five, I got Westfield. They are 4-0. Number six, I got Crown Point. They are also 4-0. Number seven, I have Indianapolis Cathedral at 2-2. Two two. Cathedral is a lot better than what their record puts out. They have a, they also have a brutal schedule here um, in Indiana. They play out-of-state teams. They play um, a lot of Indianapolis teams. Uh, they just lost to... Um, Indianapolis Bishop Chatard uh, in that uh, rivalry, um, and that one that one had to be paused and resumed on Saturday morning, last Saturday morning, in order to finish the game. Um, and I think that uh, that pause hurt Cathedral. Um, but in any case, number eight, I have Fishers. They're three and one. Number line number nine is Lawrence North. They're four and zero, and at number ten, I'm taking Warsaw at number ten. They're four and zero. I have them at number ten because I I feel that they are worthy of a top ten ranking. Um, they are every bit as good as their record puts out. 
And I, and I think I think Warsaw has something going down there, and I think they're going to make some noise when it comes into the tournament. I think the NLC is going to be decided through Warsaw. Um, I think if they can, if they can win. If, well, I mean, obviously, if they win out, then they win the conference. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't don't sleep on Warsaw in six A. Uh, not saying that they're going to win state at all because let's be honest, North teams don't really have a shot when it gets down to state. Um, the South teams are mostly dominant when it when it comes to uh, when it comes to state. Uh, the only the only time I've seen North teams win is basically when it's Lafayette Central Catholic Pioneer teams like that teams who have been dominant in their history win state for the north uh so for the 5a rankings um one two three uh in well one two for 5a i agree with the uh, coaches poll fort wayne snyder number one at four and oh and number two i have bloomington north four and oh number three i got valparaiso at three and one Number four, I got Bloomington South at three and one. Number five, I got Plainfield four and zero. Uh, number six, I have Mishawaka at three and one. Uh, number seven, I have Maryville at three and one. Number eight, Harrison West Lafayette. Number nine, I have Castle at three and one. And number ten, I got Franklin at four and zero. Oh. No, uh, in 4A, 1, 2, 3, and 4 are basically copy-paste from the coaches' poll. Uh, number 1 is East Central at 4-0. Number 2 is Kokomo at 4-0. Evansville Wrights moves up to 4-0 at number 3. Number 4 is Evansville Memorial at 4-0. Uh, number 5, I got Greensfield Central at number 5 at 4-0. Number six, I got Columbia City at 4-0. Number seven, I put Northridge at number seven. Uh, they are deserving of that. They are every bit deserving of that after beating Northwood. Um, Northridge coming in at 3-1. and one. Number eight is New Palestine at 2-2. Two and two. Number nine is Indianapolis Roncalli. They're also 2-2. Two and, two. and number 10, I have Northview at 4-0. I was considering uh, on putting Northwood at number 10, but just for the fact that I really didn't like their offense, I wasn't impressed by Northwood at all, um, I decided to keep them out of those rankings. 3A, 1, 2, 3, it's all copy-paste. Uh, number 1, Indianapolis Bishop Chittard at 4-0. Uh, that's an obvious pick. Number 2 is Garen Catholic at 4-0, also obvious pick. Uh, number three is Lawrenceburg at three and one. Number four, I put Hanover Central at number four, and they're four and zero. Oh. Number five, Heritage Hills at four and zero. Oh. Number six, West Lafayette at three and one. Number seven, Western Boone at three and one. Number eight, Tri West at three and one. Number nine, Delta at four and zero. Oh. And number 10, Gibson Southern at 2-2. Two and two.
2A, 1, 2, 3, 4. All copy-paste. Number one, Indianapolis Cecina Memorial at number one, 4 and 0. Number two, Brownstown Central. They're 4 and 0. Number three, LaVille. They're 4 and 0. Number four, Triton Central. They're 3 and 1. Number five, Eastbrook. That's who I have there. Uh, they're 3 and 1. Number six, Bluffton. They're 4 and 0. Number seven, Linton Stockton. They're three and one. Number eight, North Posey at four and zero. Oh. Number nine, Andrean at two and two. And number ten, Fort Wayne Bishop Lures at also two and two. And then one A, one two three four five are all copy paste from the coaches poll. Uh, number one, Indianapolis Lutheran at four and zero. Oh. Uh, they haven't lost in two years. Number two, Adams Central at 4-0. Number three, Carroll of Flora at 4-0. Number four, Providence at 4-0. Number five, Park Tudor at 4-0. Number six, I have Sheridan at 3-1. Number seven, South Putnam at 3-1. Number eight, Clinton Prairie at 4 and 0. Number 9, I have North Judson at 2 and 2. Their record is a lot better than uh well, they're a lot better than what their record states. And number 10, North Decatur at 3 and 1. That will wrap up high school uh, the high school preview. Uh tune in for Thursday when we break down each when you break down the matchups for Friday, uh, and we'll go into a little bit more b better detail um, of those games as well. Uh, moving on to Notre Dame football preview for this week. Notre Dame, number nine Notre Dame, takes on Central Michigan um, this coming Saturday at Notre Dame Stadium. This is the first ever meeting between these two schools, um, and the Irish are coming off of a 45 to 24 win over NC State. Uh, the Irish have also outscored their opponents 143 to 36 so far and have scored 40 points in all three games as well. The Irish are a whopping 34 point favorite over the Chippewas and they come into this game one and one and uh, their head coach has a very familiar name um, in one state here. Uh, his name is Jim McElwain, um, and if you think, oh, that name sounds familiar, um, wasn't he the Florida coach? You'd be right. Uh, he was at Florida from 2015 to 2017, so, you know, he's he's got some, he's got a name out there, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what his offense looks like and what his defense looks like for sure. Um, so the Irish are also six and zero against the Mac against Mac teams. That's the Mid American Conference, but they've also been put on the ropes a few times as of late. Uh, the first time was 2016 against Ball State, where Notre Dame won 24 to 16. That was back in 2018, and then Toledo back in 2021, where Notre Dame had to score a late touchdown in order to win 
and they won 32-29. to But, however, in this game, look for the Irish to just absolutely win big, um, and they will not be looking forward to Ohio State where they have where they come out in a slump. Um, Notre Dame's going to come out. You know, this is going to be a business trip. Uh, well, this is going to be business as usual. Uh, they're not going to be looking ahead to Ohio State. Um, they are fully going to be prepared for Central Michigan and everything they throw at them. So, I mean, this game, this game should be over by halftime. Um, so, uh, tune in. Uh, it's at it's on Peacock only. Unfortunately, it's the weird thing that Notre Dame's doing now, where they show, uh, I think, one home game a year on Peacock. Um, I don't like it. I know there's a lot of people out there that don't like it because they have to pay in order to watch it. But, hey, what can you do? Um, You can, however, go to the game and watch it. Uh, That would be a good option. Um, So with that, we are going to wrap up episode 26. Uh, My name is Kenny Kramer. Like like I said, um, have a good day. Hey guys, it's Kenny, host of The Good Fight. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to hear more, you can check out our website at thelugnutspodcastgroup.com for all information related to the podcast and where to listen to us. You can also follow the Patreon page for exclusive benefits for the show. Join us next time for The Good Fight.